Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Descend in your saucers and start spreading world peace and disarmament in this week's limited series start to this book as we take a dive into Cosmic V, the Crit Miniseries. This is your thin-skinned alien visitor, Patrick here, a.k.a. of the GM, and opposing me and joining the resistance this week to defend Earth are my five friends and your players. To my far left, a cameraman with the evidence that proves the aliens eat otters. It's Jabert Jabberanoia's jam from. Howdy, howdy, everybody. Across the digital table from me, the biologist head of the resistance ready to rally the ranks. It's Miles making believe is redacted. Good evening. To my right, a collaborator with the alien enemy. Not on my watch. Why, it's Tyler talking as Pradier. Hello there. To my immediate left, peel back his skin, and he's still a giant iguana man. It's Drew Dynaplay, Zillix Fell. If this season goes on long enough, you'll get this one again. And across from him, she uh, is spray painting posters with the letter of victory. It's none other than Rebecca rolling with Asher and Sky. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you the official start to book two of horizons of the vast if we can get there in this episode, yeah, if we can get there we have not allowed i was not talking allowed. to people before we started recording that yeah we we went a little long it was almost two hours last episode of just trying to yeah keep we, we had some complaints and we apologize we're gonna keep it at 45 minutes from here on out <laughs> <laughs> if if you add an hour to that time, then you're probably uh, correct. <laughs> By hour to- that time, uh, I'm out. Hour and 45. It's been like the average, I feel like, the last few weeks. Yeah, it's been, had some it's been long fights. There's just a lot going on. It's yeah, crazy. some people don't complain about that, but I do. <laughs> when I'm trying, my, my, my ideal episode length is like an hour of gameplay. And then, you know, if we have like stuff on either side like this, doesn't really count. But we last week's episode, though, did constitute perhaps the most intense epilogue for a, a book, <laughs> a single episode epilogue of any book in the entire podcast's history. I think we... I don't know if we've ever had as many a harrowing and riveting roles that determined whether people lived or died before <laughs> in, in the history of not on a podcast, at least this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if we can try and get to book two serpents in the cradle by uh, Starfinder fan favorite Hillary Moon Murphy, HMM, we, we will, but we might have to just wrap up all of book one this might be epilogue part two we'll see how far we get but one thing one thing i was going to do last week but like i said we're pushing like two hours of recording so we were going to talk at the end of the episode about leveling up to level three but we didn't we pushed that back so we are going to start this week's episode talking about your characters and their upgrades real quick and perhaps changes as we've had some species changes and things like that and i i've told you guys over the last few weeks that since the new starfinder enhanced rulebook has come out this month we are clear to use all those options we've, we've been looking at that a lot of those alternative rules and things for for a while now here on the podcast and so we're, we're going to talk about them as they come up and then i think after this week we have a, a a couple weeks of kind of Halloween themed special 
episodes to give us a, a little break and, and re, regroup. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for, for now, let's get into this week's episode and talk about level three. Are you guys are you guys ready to to level up finally again? I think it's been <laughs> it's been like 12 episodes since you leveled up to level two. Yikes. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've already wasted almost all of our bookery rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Just keeping people alive. Whatever. Who who <laughs> wants to go? Who wants to go first? I can, I can go. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, so not a ton uh, for, for Old Zillix this level up. Of course, we got the, the, the level three attunement stuff. But uh, I actually picked up something that is going to benefit something I picked up last time, which is I picked up an an ability called Swarm Strike that I haven't really used yet. And that's because I waited until I could get improved unarmed strike. So I will be dealing Mm. a lot more damage with this particular thing. So Swarm Strike, I have to spend a a nanosite surge in order to activate it. But then I get to to use it until I change up what my what my 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 gear setting is so that'll be that'll be fun okay well i'm excited to see that in combat eventually (laughs) a swarm strike in in combat rebecca what about asher and sky i found a new feat in starfinder enhances that was called yeah that it's called balance charger and frankly the flavor text just sounded just like asher so i went for it but it says your knowledge of gymnastics tricks and martial arts techniques remove some of the disadvantages of, ch- of charging your enemies. So I can make an acrobatics check to have either the AC penalty or the attack penalty of a charge. Okay, cool. Well, that makes it. Now, you do have you've done a lot of charging this season so far. Yeah, I Lots figured it, it, it made sense flavor wise. Like, you know, she somersaults through and you know, avoid some of the attacks or something. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. What about, what about redacted miles? You said that we were talking beforehand. It's not a exciting. Level no, up. it's, it's not. I mean, I, I get the overload. I have, we, have we talked about that in when, when Tyler was a mechanic overload, the special, special mechanics ability and mm-hmm. maybe perhaps. So basically as a, a standard action, uh, you can cause a short in an electronic device, including most ranged energy weapons, melee weapons with power, specialty property, or a single armor upgrade. Uh, this makes the device non-functional for one round. Is and I mean, which which can be uh, certainly useful, but yeah, other other than the the kind of class benefit, not, not, not a whole lot's happened in Redacted's world right now. We're not getting a, a rebuilt vehicle uh, at this point. I mean, I think I need money for that, right? Uh, what have you spent money on? What do I earn money from? <laughs> I don't know. Every <laughs> month rolling for it. <laughs> I, I not not yet. I don't think. All right. Well, I mean, take a look. It, you do only have to pay the difference between your your what your vehicle costs, which is I think the base is like eleven hundred credits or something for for the the vehicle that you picked and whatever your upgrade is. So it's not as bad as buying like a stock vehicle. Yeah, right. Mechanics. But Jabert, what about Jamfram? Jamfram? Oh boy. Jamfram's thinking all about this level up in, in Akuma. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking hard. I got a gear boost. Soldier soldier gear boost. Picked up armor advantage to get a plus one to my KC. And I mean, other than that, I mean, I got weapon specialization. Pretty good. And, uh, everyone got 
that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. should be like, oh, this is the best. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you know, there's a people, lots of people say that you should start at level three, but mm-hmm. that's not because level three is great. It's just oh. because that's where you get the thing that kind of feels like you should have the whole time. <laughs> so. Yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I, I think it is is nice to have some lower level stuff to where you can just kind of feel out a character and be like, do I want to even continue down this path or do I want to change things up a little bit? And I get that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, starting level three is scary, but the, I feel like it'd be like a lot of stuff all at once, and you're maybe not get a good feel for for everything. But yeah, but we are gonna that things will be a lot more dynamic i hope but we we shall see in the future yeah other than that i forgot that i was taking a archetype and so i picked a feat like at level two (laughs) when i wasn't supposed to have one so i just have that feat now oh well (laughs) got that going for me excellent excellent well tyler what is happening with a prey deer you were you were uh, do I spill the whole beans, Patrick? Or I mean, you were the, alluding to I'm it last episode. I'm not the same episode. species as I previously was. I mean, you're not. You you died. And, yeah. and we, we talked about uh, Borai in, in last yeah, week's episode. Yeah. To be frank, I, I've come back worse than ever. Uh, wait, are you Frank that, now? Is that, is that your, your motto? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, eg- exactly. Old and unimproved uh, Tyler. Worse than ever. <laughs> Um, new and improved this is the opposite this is just me being the absolute worst okay well what yeah what, what's going on with pray deer well so the, the do you, you want to uh, keep it a secret i'm, I'm so confused. oh no no we, we can we can talk about it we can talk about it. okay uh, right, but i fine. but we did we did swap uh race to borai because that felt the most appropriate for my new undead status which is unfortunate if you know the borai's bonuses racial bonuses it's plus two con plus two cha minus two whiz and that minus two whiz is going to become annoying because <laughs> what essentially has happened is through the death and undead corruption of Pradier, he can no longer tap into his precog powers they have been corrupted into a mystical power and so he finds himself swapped over to <laughs> being a mystic class you got knocked now. down to core rulebook <laughs> I got knocked all the way down to core core rule book. So, and uh, of course, Mystic's primary stat is wisdom. Oh yeah. I also lost a ton of decks, which is great. <laughs> you weren't using it. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, and but gained a lot of cool things. I am a mind. This is uh, I'm a mind breaker Mystic because I wanted you know Prater had a lot of mental spells, mm-hmm. mental attacks. I wanted to keep in that same vein. This is just a corruption of the powers, but the powers. Are very similar um and yeah and the source you know we, you know, patrick and i spoke a little bit and right now you know Pradier isn't quite sure of what the source of his his powers is so i i, I so fans i don't have a deity yeah you should have kept this <laughs> i should have just been why a you, champion of saren ray every season right i should just be a champion of saren ray <laughs> That's what I should do every season. Uh, but I, don't have, I don't have. I don't have. It was Saren Ray all along. <laughs> with, I don't with have a deal point to right now, but we'll just uh, we will discover that. I'm sure as we go along. Yeah. What if we just leave it a mystery? That's fine too. <laughs> we don't have to. That's right. also fine. That's yeah. Maybe it's cool. That's cool. Maybe that's a post season, you know, stinger. 
<laughs> it was Saren Ray all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I am I'm sad to see precog go, but yeah, I think we were we were talking about it and it's you know that there's some consequences, obviously, to to what happened to to Pradier and Unfortunately, there's more consequences of things that are going to happen this week. We're going to talk about it and talk about starting this week's episode in, in book two, pretty much exactly where we left off the the representative of Zanilia uh, Gilcrew. This Rhyphorian, winter Rhyphorian, brings the Pradier and the, the time frozen jam from across the planet to Zanilia Colony where there is a medical like frigate starship that is prepped for the journey back to Absalom station. Pradier, we can, you know, watch as you see dozens of samples of the yellow bloom flowers being loaded up into the cargo hold, some live samples and then hundreds of other flora and plant samples from the planet that are, are being back taken back for for testing. As, as, as the day comes to a close here and you get ready for launch, Gilcrew comes up to you and his, his dark ears kind of twitch as he puts a, a hand on your cold shoulder and says, it's time to head out. Uh, unfortunately, pray dear, I'm not going to be going with you, but I hope you don't mind me saying this. Perhaps you can try and find some help for yourself while you're accompanying your friend. We don't quite know what this radiation has has done to you fully but perhaps you can you can find some answers in Absalom I already appreciate everything you've done and believe me I I want to find answers there so I'm going to try once the rail state protocols have have worn off jam from your your charters corporation hopefully will be able to immediately cure his his sickness and with with the uh, the turnaround, you probably won't be gone more than five weeks or so, and, and back here on on the planet before you know it. We uh, we watch as as this large transport is is finalized and, and ready for for departure. Uh, it blasts off to escape the planet's gravity well, and yeah, as as it, for some reason, Praetor, as you watch the two suns dip below the horizon in the Waydana system. You, you turn away from this beautiful double sunset to the west, and your dry eyes are, are drawn eastward to the, the dark gray moon of this system. You you hear whispers in your head, whispers out in the the darkness, but you're you're not able to place exactly exactly what you're you're hearing here. Just just creepy kind of Sauroni Sauronish whispers just not good. That's never what you want to hear when you're. No, it's fine. It's probably you're cool. traveling. <laughs> That's what I do. And anytime someone falls asleep next to me on a plane, I'm just like, ah, "Bring me the ring." <laughs> bring me the ring. As the spacecraft exits the atmosphere and gets prepped for drift travel, you look into the rail state pod and see the weekend jam from there. But who? looks nearly as as lifeless as you are but this was this was your existence for a long time they they found you in in kind of one of these pods aboard the devastation arc as you as you strap in and the ship punches a hole through this dimension and into the drift you're not you're not in there for for more than half a day or so then 
there's an emergency siren that that blares on the bridge and the the captain comes on and says hey, everyone's dropping we're getting multiple bogies on our flight path hold on something's happened our our drift engines are down you look out the starship sensors through your your data pad on the wall here and can see looks like two derelict ships the the pings coming back as an absalom shuttle and a large transport vessel called the third gate <laughs> as as you get oh, to no. the <laughs> oh no spoilers as as you get to the bridge prater you see the navigator the captain looking very concerned with one another they they look to you and say well while it it seemed like something wrong with our engines at first but we've been in communication with this other vessel and they've they've had what seems to be a, a a blowout as well, but we're getting confirmation. It seems like it's our our engines are fine. It's something wrong with well, it's something wrong with the drift. It just doesn't seem to be working. Navigation systems are down, and we're not reading Absalom Station any longer. It looks like we're stuck here. You all back on the planet. <clears throat> Every, everyone that's not <laughs> there on the ship, you get word about the drift crash event maybe a week or so later. It does indeed seem like drift space has kind of stopped working. It is a across the universe kind of interdimensional breakdown as ships get lost, others get stranded, still others are teleported to completely incorrect planes of existence beyond the ones that they plan to visit. So yeah, all travel, all communications to and from New Galerion, all travel halts with with other worlds and, and you guys are cut off. What a tremendously great time to split the party. We did a really good job there, gang. <laughs> you foolish fools. We're the best. Yeah, it would would have been. We're just going to do a, a quick drift crash season in, in the middle of this season. Can you imagine for like, we'll just do a quick three book adventure if everyone is <laughs> on board with it. Hey, get us get us to that Patreon level and we'll start a third podcast, a fourth for some of us. No, no, we will not. Yeah. <laughs> Cosmic Crit 2.0. That, that Patreon level will have to be salary <laughs> level. Then I will do all the podcasts you want. Hold you to that, Miles. I'm going to hold you to that. By, all, by all means. You'll get sick. Oh, <laughs> It's like forcing you to smoke the entire pack of cigarettes. You'll be sick of Starfinder by the time I'm done with you. You don't know how many uh, APs they've put out that we we will not have time to and get to. Oh, I mean, I, I have a I have a specific like dollar threshold of salary you'd have to meet. <laughs> but like, yeah, by all means. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if I could be. It, it takes the fun out of it if this was. Full-time job. No, anyway. I disagree. I disagree. Anyway, there's if a whole. If I was, if I was going to do this and get paid, yeah, I think I'd have a lot more fun. Let's, let's. <laughs> you know, we think it might not be fun, but uh, let's try. Let's try. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd like to test that theory. <laughs> well, to, got, to quote Giles. Well, yeah, go, you go ahead and you start GMing, and then we'll, we'll everyone will GM a game for uh, all for, the rest for that of amount us. of money. I a hundred percent would. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Oh gosh! But yeah, you probably have heard of the drift crash, the drift crisis that's happening this season. <laughs> that's happening right now in, in Horizons of the Vest. No one knows how long the drift is going to be down, 
And you all, I mean, you have to worry about the safety of Praetor and Jamfram, who, I mean, besides being delayed, they could, you, you fear, be completely waylaid by this space-time snafu. Once it becomes clear this is what has happened, and perhaps might not get noticed from them for some time, <coughs> Ezra and Shire and, and Kells Deirdrick comes up to this month's planning meeting and Ezran says Asher, Zillix redacted I mean it seems we might be without Jamfram, without Praetir's leadership for some time but I mean we're going to have to continue on and I guess try to make do. We have enough resources planet side to you know continue with the plan, continue exploring and expanding the, the charter. Maybe we can maybe we can finish up some of these long term plans you all had decided on while, while Praetir was still with us oh that sounds bad <laughs> well you know what i mean well if there's one thing we don't have to worry about it's outside parties we only have to worry about the people that are in and around the planet sphere right now yeah but i mean all the colonies that have have come here have had you know a good amount of time to to set up so we can we can certainly try and, and do some more trade deals if if we need any any materials i just imagine this will put a, a damper on new colonists for for some time but at last count we were almost at 400 so i'm, I'm not too terribly angry uh, that it slowed down <laughs> but yeah now I, I you know i know prater asked you asher to kind of step up as temporary executive for the colony but that i guess i was under the auspices that this would be a a temporary thing but i i don't know it, I mean, if you're if you're comfortable, we can try and still rotate the tasks of keeping this place up and running between us. But I feel bad for you, you having to take all the heat just just because we might not get this dang drift fix anytime soon. How, how are how are you feeling? Uh, I, I don't know when Prater is going to be back. I think the best thing that we can do for our community is to keep going down the path that we were. To your point, stay busy, make use of our time, whatever time we have. Uh, I would welcome some assistance, though. I certainly was not anticipating being in charge of the colony. I Perhaps we can form a partnership. Kells steps in and is like, I, I'm personally fine taking over any tasks you all need. But what what is this plan, though? If I mean, Praetir is... I mean, well, what if, what if they never make it back here? What if they're gone? Do we have another election? That That seems like a lot of work and... Well, one election for me was enough for a while. I, if you're if you're amenable to it, then perhaps we can just join forces, the two of us, work together, avoid another election and potential turmoil to the colony. I mean, we can we can see how people feel about that, but I, I'm worried that might cause more turmoil than than when they find out Prater might not be coming back anytime soon. In my experience, when there's a huge political upheaval, suspending all elections is a great thing to do. Just <laughs> also turn off the drift and the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> they can't can't leave or communicate. Ezrand will will pop in again and say, Ah, all right, well I mean, what's the plan? Pradier did leave some notes behind in that book he was always carrying around. Should we try and follow his his vision? His notes here say to keep claiming territory that that we can explore and you know, the end goal being making a new settlement down the line. And you guys had, had already scouted some places down to the south, down by the, the inner sea there. He also has some notes here, maybe building a school or an art center of some sort. 
I mean, he was such a great person. I, I hate that he felt he had to leave us and, and take Jam from away. If we had known that this might be might be permanent. He gets a little misty-eyed, old Hesherand, and says, I mean, it's this is going to be a long road no matter what. Literally and figuratively, it might be a long road to build to get down to the inner sea, but, you know, to get all this done, if if, if we pushed and focused our effort, that, you know, we might be able to get it done before our our one-year anniversary for, for landing here on planet side. It's going to take a lot. A lot of resources and... Like I said, without access to Absalom, well, we're going to need to have a good crop harvest in the fall if we're going to have the the credits to trade with other colonies. But yeah, perhaps we can increase our out yield if, you know, we know we're not going to be resupplied for an, a while. Anyway, there's a uh, we, we got some time ahead of us to, to deal with this. And in game terms, we have a lot of time to expand this colony because uh, a lot of time to earn some income for your heroes as well and deal with with happenings because we are indeed um, time jumping i guess <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna roll some months for the charter developments and i think jamfram was up to do <laughs> do september do rova <laughs> and then you went ahead and almost died so you once again shirked that responsibility <laughs> <Ta -da! laughs> so we'll we'll talk about this but this will be yeah, this will be a lot of time we got to cover here. Let's talk about who wants to take up the responsibilities first. And, you know, this can be as a player. And if you want to do it as a character, we can have Jabert and, and Tyler. You guys help proctor the colony from afar in the, the form of maybe Ezrand and, and Kells for a month. But who wants to do who wants to do my favorite month of the year? Rova. September, the, the fifth month of your guys' colony. Uh, has anyone besides Jam from not done it? Nope. I think everyone's done it at least once. So, uh, I mean, I, I can do it. Well, I was going to say, because I, I think Zillix has been kind of hard on himself about the way things have gone down, you know, who's trying to help and things have seemingly gotten weird and then worse. So I feel like he, as, as sort of trying to make amends, he would want to, to take on the responsibility. You know, to, to to hopefully try to do something to maybe make Pradier proud is the is is not the right term, but something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, we'll go right ahead. I'm just bringing up the map here for us, and you guys have. Let's see here. You have four hexes claimed and settled for for Viridian Colony three resource nodes uh, amongst them so your your upkeep is four resource units and first things first drew you can roll 1d6 and 3d4 to to get your your mount starting off strong five on the d6 you said 3d4 so, yes so you're not not losing <laughs> resource units at this point and and a good roll for the 3d4 so, we're gonna so nine yeah you had three left over we have 12 yep yep 12 equals for for this month so just a reminder of the the charter development rules once more in the our our chat here you can do a couple of projects each month that could be claiming a hex, building a resource unit, usually not 
both because you have to claim a hex before you build the resource unit. But you can also do construction inside the charter. There's a whole bunch of, of different buildings that you can can construct. Yeah. I feel like we need to now that we don't have access to outside resources, we really have to shore up the resources we do have mm-hmm. as much as I want to continue you know, building and exploring, I I feel like, I don't know. What do you guys think? So we should at least build one resource node because the more, the better we, we, we need currently them. you don't have any claimed hexes without a resource node on them. So like I said, that will be the next oh. steps. And if you want to for- start, I keep forgetting that there's, I keep forgetting the icon, like iconography on the map. <laughs> Iconography. So, so then I would say we should probably claim a hex and then build a building, build a special resource or whatever these are called. Advanced projects. I was going to suggest that we claim this hex yeah, right D- here. DD28. Yeah, that that looks like it has water that could get us starting to get a little bit of, of sea transit. Sorry, did you say? DD28. DD28. Okay. Uh, yeah, so if you are looking to go down and build, I think down here, I'm sorry, I'm moving maps around like as we're talking. It's not a good good idea. Uh, you've already explored a few hexes to the south that would be, I think you need to be three full hexes away from another settlement to, to build one. Yeah, this is where this was. Boom. Right, so that is one construction project. Is there something else you would like to do? Once again, claiming a hex is not a ton resources. One. Yeah, one. Yeah. So you- so that leaves us with eleven. So there are a whole there are a number of advanced projects that would be good. Our highest stat is a cord, and so I really don't want to build anything that is going to boost that number. What what we want to boost, in my opinion are really any of the others. So economy, technology, culture. So some of our options for that would be to, we can build a, we can build a, where was it? An entertainment quarter, which is plus one to culture and plus one to economy. We can build. Only costs six resource Mm -hmm. units. So that's not too bad. Yep. We can build a school which is culture and magic. And then there, and, and there are, there are only a few like double ups. So those are the kind of ones I'm uh, prioritizing that we can afford. Uh, So I would say school restaurant quarter and whatever the other entertainment quarter. Those are the ones that kind of pop out to me immediately. A lot of the other things that are, are a little bit more advanced. We just can't afford them quite yet. Well, given given Asher's background as a dancer, I think that they would vote for entertainment quarter. The entertainment quarter gives you another culture, another economy, eco boost. Yeah. yeah, not not bad boosting it. There are a lot of things that have obviously economy in them, so that's a that's a good one to boost. Culture, you know, is necessary for things like upgraded energy grids, embassies, a graveyard. Oddly enough. <laughs> um, yeah, a place to to gather. I mean, we've had a few deaths in the colony, so yeah, be and, out of and uh, out of left field. No, and so I'm I'm fine with entertainment center. That sounds great. What would the school give us? The school gives us culture and magic. So I 
I, the only reason I shy away from that one a little bit, I mean, it, it's not bad. So our magic is our lowest stat at negative one. So if we invest in that, that would take our magic up to zero, which is good, but also not immediately beneficial in the terms of having, having us help build new other advanced projects. What I was, what I want to do is build up some of the, or what I thought we could do is build up some of the other stats and then in, uh, in one month, we could do a double up on two magical boosts advanced projects to get that up to a positive just like right away, which would then, you know, allow us to take some advantages of that, you know, immediately. But one of the one of the cool magic ones that we can build once we get enough culture is a Salarian monastery, which I think is cool. And it might entice some level 20 Salarian to come visit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can invite Alindra to bless the monastery. Yeah, please help. <laughs> just fight our battles for us, please. <laughs> oh gosh! And then give us your armor. That, give us all your armor. Just to give you an idea and to confirm what how I'm reading this with Patrick to build a whole other brand new settlement. So you know it has to be four hexes away or whatever, but it costs ten resource units plus ten per other settlement we have. So it would cost a total of twenty resource units to build uh, a whole second settlement yeah got plenty of time but we got plenty of time plenty of time so if we're going with entertainment then i'm going to remove six i'll take us down to five take us take us five are you yeah yep and that's gonna take where are you tracking this i i keep track of it on my own on Pradier's character sheet (laughs) i will share it with other people one of these days and boosting culture and economy. We are going to have to roll for a event at the end of this month. We did not have a, a colony event last month. Drew, do you want to roll a D100? I can do that. <laughs> oh, right. It was a 30% chance and you have succeeded with a roll of a 10. Go ahead and roll me a D20. What did I succeed at doing? G- giving us a, a charter event. Oh no! Great, great timing for, for this one. Uh, this is this is the event mass exodus. Many of the charter citizens depart for other opportunities, maybe lured away by a a political in- entity on the side of functioning drift. <laughs> Another colony. Can I use my book uh, reroll? <laughs> well, it says if accord and culture are both less than the T in the target number for for the the colony reduce resource units gained each turn by amount equal to the tn and this lasts for eight turns the threshold number is equal to your charter size divided by five rounded up you guys are still only that that's still only one so i don't think this is going to happen right because Accord and culture are both one, so it's not less than. I'm, I'm waiting on the shoe to drop on one of these magical events to happen and be like, "Uh oh, <laughs> negative no, one." Please don't. Magic. Half of half of your population turns into sheep, which seems like a bad thing, but <laughs> yeah. So both both of those are equal to one, so so no problem there. And that resets for our next month of Lamashan the percentage down to 15% again. So 
And guess what? We're doing Lamashan, aka October, the month that we're currently in right now. Hold on. Are <laughs> we supposed to be doing profession roles? I figure we could do them all at once. Okay, that's fine. Um, I just, just want my money. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, Rebecca, chill out. She's holding the <laughs> knife up to the camera for some reason. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Do you or Miles want, or does anybody want to take over for Lamashon, the spookiest month? I can. Sure. Oh, Rebecca's on it first. Go ahead, Rebecca. <laughs> the RU upkeep is now five because you've got your fifth square of the colony here. So roll a D6 and 3D4. To start us off, a four on a d6. Okay, not as good as Drew. Oh, Drew did better, Rebecca. Oh, slightly better, but you still have like the same amount of just about the same amount of resource units here. So that's going to take you to eleven. And then add, well, I guess the the resource units you had left over last month are eaten up by the upkeep. So you have eleven resource units this this month. Yeah. What would you guys like to do? You can keep expanding. You can build a resource unit now on one of these empty hexes here. Yeah, let's yeah, do that. So let's build a resource unit. Okay. On easy, the hex easy. that we just claimed. Easy, easy, and easy. So that's one project, a resource node. Sorry, yeah, resource node. And that is Tyler 3, are you? I forget. A resource node is one. That is... What a steal. <laughs> All right. So that's an easy one. Are you to spend? What do you want to do with the, the, you have 10 more. Yeah. Let me, we can build that school. We talked about still can. Let me just make sure Yeah, we can still build that school. We can afford a shopping center, which boosts a cord and economy. So not, I mean, it's fine that it boosts a cord, but nice that it boosts our economy. We can build, taking a brief, man, we can't even build a road. Yeah, roads are expensive, man. I don't know. I would say we could build the school, and that's almost it for things that we can build that are going to be useful to us. Oh, sorry. No, wait. We can build a library. Oh, that seems uh, like some socialist hoodoo voodoo yeah. we um, we all know how that, much the entire cast hates libraries it's fine <laughs> that that wouldn't be a bad one because that one if we build a library that is a boost to magic and technology two of our our two lowest traits currently oh, that could be so, good yes yeah, yeah okay. so not a bad one and you know do we have a hex you, that we can put that on can you call it? You don't have to put it on a hex. It's just it's, it's in like the settlement, the city. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Can we call it Deer's Reliquary or something like that? Can that can us what can we, can we name the library after Prater? That's way too cool <laughs> yeah. of a of a name. And it is gonna, but it is gonna cost eight resource units. So it's gonna take us all the way down to two, which is fine because the next month all we should do is claim a hex, build a resource node. So it's not bad that we're gonna be low. Well. You won't be able to do that next month because you have to have a open hex to already to build one. Yeah, a, claim a uh, hex, build a resource node, right? Nope. We, we talked about this, I think, in, in other months. It, have I totally forgotten this? But yeah, you have to have it like ready to go. You can't be doing them both at the same time. That's crazy, Tyler. <laughs> really? That seems dumb. Read but, the, uh, read I, the I, I description for... 
It can only be placed on a hex you've claimed that doesn't contain a settlement or a project. Project. We could claim a hex. Yeah, you could do that this month instead. If this you month, prefer. and then we'll be able to build a resource node on it next month. Yeah, so we could do claim a hex and then build a node and then the library next month. Is that, that what you, fine? Is that what you would like to do, Rebecca? Wait, why can't we build the library this month? It's two projects per month. Yes, we've already built a node, so we get one more project for this month. And it can but we want to prioritize getting another hex over building a library. I like me claimed hexes. Um, I've already put it down for you guys. Claiming hex, and do you want to? Okay. Do you want to go straight south of the one that you just claimed? Um, I, I should mention in in this time, you guys, planet side can still continue your job of of exploring these other hexes. So if there's a if you'd prefer to do this one immediately south of the stone needle, you can do that. I figured you'd be just kind of exploring and filling in as as you do for your day job. Yeah. I'm inclined to get the one just south because then we'll be at the mouth of the sea. Hey. The mouth of the river next to the sea. Yeah, perfectly works for me. Gotta, gotta update this map and make it look pretty so I can actually share it with folk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going to leave you with, what, nine resource units for the next month? Uh, r- roll us a D100 back for a potential event. Eight. An event happens. Oh. <laughs> um, don't, go do ahead. It. Don't, roll, don't roll another nine. If you roll another mass exodus, this D20. is going to be ridiculous. All right. 18. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Strange weather. So unusual weather conditions you get or maybe very early snowstorms here in October ball lightning activity, massive storms kind of rolling in from the west winds that cause psychic headaches, maybe run through the, the charter. If economy and magic are less than a TNO reduced resource units gained each turn by TN. This effect lasts for 1d8 turns. If one trait is less, then you only reduce it to half the the TN. And if both traits are equal to or greater than the TN, traits are equal to or greater than reduced unrest. Oh, that's that's nice. Did we miss that in the other one? So uh, your magic is less. Yes. So you, your resource unit reduction is half. Well, the threshold number for you guys is still just one now, right? Yeah, but magic, I think I have us down as magic being negative one. Oh, no. The TN is your charter side divided by five rounded up. So that takes it to two, your threshold number. Ah, well, that still is an L. Yes. And how long does this last? The effect lasts one D eight turns. Okay. So you are subtracting one from from whatever you roll for... Do you want to roll the D8, Rebecca? Sure. See how long these storms last. Five. Rest of the year, at least. Okay. Okay. That. Yikes. Once again, sets the <laughs> the uh, percentage down to 15 <laughs> uh, for, for next month. Next <laughs> month, uh, the month seven of the colony is Neth, a.k.a. November. We got some Neth fans here. <laughs> Anyone's... Big fan of Neth. Things start turning cold. You guys have to harvest the 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 crops on on the planet. I guess now that we, I mean, both in the real world and in podcast land on New Galerion, we're in fall territory. Do you do you want to talk, you three that are still planet side? What 
what's what's your character doing in the fall is there, is there any fun anecdotes that that happen as uh as we're burning time here so zillix i just to remind everybody is cold-blooded so he doesn't like this particular time frame boo boo neth <laughs> might might be might be hanging out on the tops of some buildings just to, to kind of bask in the sun for a little bit um, Barrelit Ingalos, as per last episode, does true keep true to her word and invites you out to some, yeah, I guess patrols of the colony, but also like some impromptu sword swinging lessons, maybe towards the end of it, uh, when she's getting rotated off for like another shift and in, in like the next month that will take up more of her time. She she comes over and, and brings you a little uh, a little little package like wrapped in brown paper and twine she's like here here you go zelix i i want to thank you for for spending time with me these these last few months have been great uh oh. does he open it in front it's of up her? to you yeah no please it, if if you don't want to open it i understand i'll take it and destroy it uh, you're, you're you're too kind let's and he, he he kind of he he peeks a little bit and decides to open it it's like a 20 foot long scarf is, is a scarf for a very tall person such as as yourself she's like i i have paid one of the the best crochet knitters in the colony to craft this for you over the last few months because i knew that you would be cold here on this planet well you are you're too kind you're you're it's especially nice because i have such a long neck that that too you can wrap it around a whole bunch let me do it for you she begins to intricately kind of whip i guess lasso it around your neck it's like it'll keep you warm i'll keep you warm when i couldn't yep yes all right then ah. uh what? yeah who wants to take over neff who wants to talk about fall on viridian colony i imagine asher is going to organize a harvest festival <gasps> there there is rules for festivals if you want to have like a an actual one but we, we also have our own little extra colony rules where you can bring in your other kind of uh, vendors and things I, I think you might have to try and lure them from other colonies i think last time you had a swords dealer do you want to spend maybe a resource unit try to do that again in Neth? Hold a yeah. festival? Yeah, just small sure. festival. Yeah. A festival. We we'll can have spend music. Equal to our charter size divided by five rounded down minimum one. So two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Spend them two. All right. Well, I have forgotten where I put the, the notes for the different different peoples. Let's see here. Okay, before we get into the administration of this month, why don't you roll me a D6, Rebecca, and tell me about the the Harvest Festival that you want to host at Viridian. What, what do you envision it looking like, and how, how can you get people from other colonies to travel all the, way, all the way over here? I envision it being kind of like the idea of like a moonlight festival, like takes place at night. Jam from and... Radiator, sorry, you're missing the coolest festival <laughs> with the moon overhead, and there's Man, a lot of purples never get to go and to the greens. Cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is you know a system that the the moon giants seem to flock to to try and kind of scry the stars from from this location. It, it's how this area was like originally 
you know, found out about by all the corporations on, on Absalom. So that makes, makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it has an amazing nighttime view with almost like zero light pollution on the, the planet of the greater galactic spirals and, and other clusters of, of gas and space that kind of light up the sky. So a and nighttime. we have our new entertainment center. So I figured oh, that it show ought to it off, have right? some stages and some places for perhaps musicians to perform. We can have some square dance adjacent activities. Um, All right. Well, you had me until that part. No, they're they're real popular. Okay, but yeah, this is a great way to get not just folks, but other vendors to come over to try and barter for, you know, I mean, just uh, one of probably a good dozen or so farms have have cropped up over, you know, since the summertime here in Viridian from some of these cleared out bits of hexes along the, the river or along the the forest and you know the the Willowenth farm, even without the 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 father of the family, has kind of like doubled in size. So they're very happy to have more customers. Let's talk about. Do you want to roll a d6 for me and see what kind of other vendor, special vendor, is coming in for for this part of the campaign? Sure. I was going to say I think it would be really cool if we had a special exhibit for unique resources for this planet mm-hmm. that have been found. So, similar to the golden bloom that we found, I wonder if there might be other items like that that we might want to showcase and, and show what the planet has to offer. Yeah, you got, you got the some Link's Acutes. Link's Acutes in cages, <laughs> just showing them off Aww. to people's. No, okay. no cages. Everything's in a cage. What have I rolled here? Wait, is this a D6? One, two, I'll just count it down. Three. Four, five, six. Yeah, there's six of them. Okay. This is a store called Padrig's Potions, Lotions, and Deep Emotions. And it is run by a GM uh, named Padrig. Uh, GM stands for Giant Man. It's a giant who uh, sets up a very large stall in your Harvest Fest roll. But it, it's a tiny pot. It, it, it kind of looks like a mortar and pestle in his hands, but is actually, you know, like a full size basin uh, because he is 15 foot tall. You can purchase and repurpose magical ingredients at like a, a, a half rate for consumables. So if, if there's any kind of consumable potion that you would like to, to purchase over the, the next couple of months, you can. He also runs uh, two for one deals on mini potions and lotions when you buy a consumable from him there's a 50 percent chance you get a second one free of charge because he's he, he's so big he makes his batches in bulk yeah he brews in bulk <laughs> did, did costco move in <laughs> no it's, it's patrick uh, welcome to my store <laughs> i'm making the potions and the lotions <laughs> hello this is what i sound like you're that guy from frozen <laughs> that's what i was thinking um so yeah, even even those of you um, 
because this will be for for later in this campaign as way a jam from a praetor if there's stuff you would like to purchase keep that in mind and you can roll you know uh, uh, any dice 50 50 high is is good and low is, is bad and you can get potentially one for free so i mean that that'll work for just like a simple mark one healing serum or if you want to get something a little bit more expensive and this is for all potions and lotions yes what about notions right. wait let's see that, that seems like it's too good of a deal do to do one for buy one get one free oh he can purchase them at the 50 percent rate so if you have things that you need to sell he can kind of break down the components instead of 10 percent. that's what i meant but oh. yeah the, the buy the the two for one special is does work and it is 50 percent of the time you can get an extra one that makes more sense I'm breaking the economy in, <laughs> yeah. in book five here. So, so we, we only on we consumables. Can, yeah. So we can sell consumables at 50% and buy yeah. for a chance to get one free. Yeah. From Patrick's potions, lotions and sweet emotions. Properties on the oceans. Not yet. Not until you expand the colony again. <laughs> okay. All right. Let, let's, let's talk about Neff. Who wants to run this month? We got Miles, we got Tyler, we got Jabert, yeah, who's I mean, never I'll, done I'll, it. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, Jabert's never done it? <laughs> He's never done it. Oh, then he needs to do it. All right. Then perhaps that means responsibilities fall to Ezra and Shire, who's like, I don't know if I can do this, but but I'm going to try. Obviously, everyone else is so chock-a-block busy working on the festival. You have to you have to turn stuff over to Ezra and every once in a while. It's fallen to me. Okay. Do you want to roll us some dice to start out with here? Of course I do. 1d6 and 4d4. I'm going to try. Here I go. We're taking half of this? Nope. I rolled a three. You've got a minus one for the the strange weather that seems to kind of maybe rains out some of the the festival days (laughs) people people get headaches and stuff but yeah the your upkeep is six now i ruined the festival i'm so sorry roll 44 (laughs) that's not that's not what that's not what everyone sounds like (laughs) oh there's some there's some good rolls boom whoa i saved the festival four four (laughs) three 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 what we got here 17 17 minus six essentially right minus seven because it's minus one and then it costs six ru's so still coming out with 10 resource units is is not bad yeah that puts us up to 17 we're spending one on that festival right or did we already spend i already i already spent the two on the festival oh okay because we had nine that oh, took us yeah. down to seven, and then we gained. 10, we threw a huge so party six. after all those people left. Okay, that also <laughs> rub it in their face, make them feel like it was their fault. I think there was still some unrest from the election, but I think that's all blown over now that you're you're like four months away from that. What would you guys like to build this month in the charter? I think you have the option for another resource unit. You got the option for a building or another claim another hex. Well, um, we, we claimed a hex last month so that we could build a library and a resource node this month, right? Yeah, that's, that's what fine. we still want to do. We can do it. Yep. A library. Now, is th- is this indeed <laughs> going to be Pradier's Reliquary? Yeah, I think it's a nice name. 
I'm, I'm <laughs> regretting now that we didn't name the entertainment center after Jamfram, though. Maybe we should do that retroactively. <laughs> yeah. Jam from Jam Zone. <laughs> so the, let's... The Jam Zone actually is pretty good. The library All right, costs so eight. eight. Yeah. What did I say? You said eight before. Yep. Oh, the library. Yes, yes. That thing that we're making. Yes, it costs eight and it will boost our magic and technology. So take us down to nine resource units. Oh, actually, minus one more for the resource node. So eight resource units. And now, good news. Our magic is at zero. <laughs> so we got that going for us. And technology is at two. Yeah, so across the board, our accord is level three. Culture, economy, and technology are all level two now. A nice balance. And then magic is at zero. What Ooh. What bolstered booster the culture to two? Our culture was, I had our culture at one. And then the entertainment quarter boosts culture to two. Oh, I thought it was economy and accord, but maybe I'm thinking of something yeah, else. Entertainment, entertainment quarter is culture and. Oh, that, that's that's good. All right. So I had that as marked as a cord, which you don't really need anymore. So, yay. I'm sorry. What do you, what do you have all the stats at? Just so we're accord, on. Accord is three, culture mm-hmm. is two, economy is two, technology is two, magic is zero. Unrest is zero, and we have eight resource units. We have built a library and an entertainment quota. That costs eight RU for the library. That's pretty good. And it's just one for the resource node, which means you're spending, what, nine this this month? That's correct. Oh, okay. and we also made, we, and then the other thing we have built is residential improvements. That was the first thing we built, which got our, yes. which is what took our accord from two to three. Okay, pretty balanced minus magic. Go ahead, Jabert, and roll us a D100. Please don't whammy us th- three months in a row. All right, so, so what, which which do I want? Do I want high or low? Uh, you high. want high. Yeah, it's a 15% chance right now. So there you go. 53. Highest we've rolled. Oh, so yeah, far. Jabert's the MVP. Yeah. That means next Ezra month. Shire, I should good job, Ezra. <laughs> next month, it's going to be a 30% chance. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and Ezra Jaya's on a roll. I'll do it again. <laughs> Love it. Ezra really steps up. Okay. So that it will take us into Cathona, December. Before Ezra, Ezra Shire, Ezra and Shire relinquishes control he's going to pass a law that says everyone has to wear cool sunglasses at night <laughs> during the festival yeah you're worried about like a star burn on I'm, your worried, I'm, I'm worried about people people like people uh, sharing their their images on social media and not looking cool enough so <laughs> have you ever we'll seen Nick's sure. tangy with sunglasses oh i bet it's the coolest though our eyes are on the sides of our heads it's kind of oh well you need special sunglasses <laughs> you need like you need like earmuffs <laughs> That are sunglasses. <laughs> ah, sun muffs. Redacted. Let's talk. Let's talk to you. I mean, what what is Redacted keeping themselves busy with over these these cooler months outside of your your work duties? Redacted found a interesting custom about candying local fruits for for fall festivals getting into candy and it no 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 no, as in like a candy apple um and is perfecting several recipes of candied 
local. I mean, because obviously, I don't know if this planet has a, an equivalent for an apple exactly, yeah. but Redacted is certainly finding different things and and playing with them. G- and, guess what? There there are just straight up apples. You find apples in the forest. <laughs> awesome. Readying for a the the harvest festival mm-hmm. and, and to take the harvest festival by storm. What what's what's your booth called? <laughs> Probably redacted is is likely not going to be interested in gussing up the booth so it, it's it just a just, black bar it will, be, no, it, will, it will just be called treats <laughs> it is I, your I, birthday <laughs> i've heard uh, that candied candied linksacute hearts are have a very oh my God, sweet Tyler. tartness to them what is wrong with you Get out of Y'all here. Y'all are being so cruel to the Linksacutes. They did nothing wrong. Just yeah, you know who else was cruel to the Linksacute? The artist. <laughs> Just because they're <laughs> one of the fuggliest creatures on the planet doesn't mean you can eat their hearts, Tyler. Listen, it's spooky season. We're eating some Linksacute art. It's a local delicacy, okay? This is how you create culture. Well, you know, if... Hungry. If if Praetor hadn't have, have answered the call, I could could be having candied Praetor. Oh, Jesus. Gross. That's a little bit. Okay. I draw the line at cannibalism. Oh, you draw the line at yourself? <laughs> Surprisingly, <You're>... yes. Um, <laughs> so self preservation calls for me to draw that line. <laughs> something. Yeah, that, that, that's what that's what Redacted is doing. Well, in, in these months, something about the the way that Radio you know, died and came back at the Marizov facility did not seem right to you. It seemed off. You know, the, the data seemed to indicate to my, to my character specifically. Yeah. I mean, you, okay. know, you guys can all have this information, but, it, you know, once you go back and pull the you know, drives, it didn't seem like the facility was irradiated until like a month before you guys got there. So in the time that since you, you came to the colony, like it was not irradiated before that. But yeah, the sensors in the facility read it coming up from below underneath the ground kind of focused energized if you return to the facility you know we talked about you had access to the geomantic matrix that still had a charge left right and it it seemed like the facility was using this this radiation as like an energy source to power this matrix and it is the magical technical machine that they used to create the sinkhole they made the stone needle out of it and indeed the 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 same stone that you found kind of buried underneath your your colony yeah you you guys had one more charge left on the geomantic matrix i think you talked about making some kind of statue for the the center of the colony have you have you Mm. given any more thought to that or yeah i I think redacted would put a redacted statue in the middle of the colony (laughs) Looking out to the stars with this, with an arm reached out, and <laughs> you, you want everyone to see your face at all times. <laughs> it seems anti-redacted. I mean, that, that's also true. You want to talk it over with? Nash yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what we would, what we would actually put there. Well, what do you guys think as as players? I think I think there there were talks of some kind of like statue or something in, in the the center of town. Well, now that we have the the glory of hindsight is there something that we could build to benefit the colony in a more productive way a more 
financial way than we had thought about when we were talking about a statue to placate some cultists. If you see a a thing that, that you want to build, I imagine you can use this for for a boring reason and, and make like a a basin or, you know, like clear out land for some kind of advanced project so on the column. Can I, can I tell you straight up how we make this happen? <laughs> what? So one of the things that you can do as a charter, as a, as a downtime activity, is you can bolster a trait. So you can spend a resource unit. It's called bolster trait. You can spend resource units to treat your to treat one of your traits as plus one higher for the purpose of undertaking projects and resolving events. So that's useful because there is a advanced project called Monument which takes which requires you to have four accord well we only have three so we can do the downtime activity bolster trait spend a resource unit so that our accord is treated as being four and build a monument in our settlement and that would give us a plus one to our culture permanently so i think we could tie that into this and put in put a nice little bow on it i think originally we talked about the monument being because this was kind of tied towards placating the anglo sisters and so I think we talked about it having some sort of representation that way, um, the sacrifice of Taliangelos, and all part part of that is also dedicating some cultural aspect to the settlement that is sort of about rejecting technology or keeping things simple, that that sort of deal. So we can certainly build that on the edges of either in the well, if we can either centerpiece it or put it on the edge of the entertainment district or whatever we want to do there. But I think we could create sort of a, you know, a monument to, you know, those who, those who have sacrificed themselves for Viridian and, you know, add it's Pradier in there. (laughs) No, no, but we, you know, we can have a, we can have plaques around the, the, the bottom, which have the names engraved of those who died defending the colony from the, the radiated animal attack. Uh, obviously, Balko Lunktar, Taliangelos, mm-hmm. whatever that one dad was that everybody really got attached to and was really broken up over. The Elder Willowanth? How dare you the forget? Elder Willowanth. How dare you forget his first name of Doradon? Doradon. So. <laughs> Never even got a chance to, I think, to role play as him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know what we want the monument to necessarily look like. We could steal the cult of the Nomans symbol and kind of re repurpose it for our yeah. own usage use. I think that would be a diplomatic slash pretty thing. Or we can make it something completely different. I will I will say we'll we will just slice the cost of the monument in half if you want to use the the charge of the the geomantic matrix for that oh fantastic boom so no problem there who wants to do this next month oh yeah we're doing a fourth month right now the month of kathona oh my goodness does kells want to do it yeah i was about to say it sounded like tyler you wanted to to work this month out oh sure here's a d6 uh average i like it and what what am i five five sixty four five 5d4 5d4 five ones can i get five ones 
Mm. You, you got pretty close. Oh, you can get, I tried. You can get no fours on 5d4 <laughs> way to go. So that adds, yeah. what, 12 to your eight mm-hmm. minus yep. seven is 13. 13. Do we still get a minus one to this too? Yep. Until February, I think you get the minus one. One, two, three, four. No, March. <laughs> okay. So 13 are you to, to play around with. And if you want to build this monument, that's going to be six of it. Do you want to claim another hex after that? or? I think so. That's going to take us down to six are you with the claim text in the monument. And our culture is going to go up to three. As far as claiming a hex, why don't we just, we're just kind of going down a line. I don't see any reason to not continue doing that. Well, uh, the, the, this one off to the side, you to, can... Yeah, GG27. Yeah. You G-G. can... That, that is one that could be a, a new settlement site. Yeah, it it's, has three spaces between you and the, the primary, I guess, for Oh, then city. We probably don't want to... We do, probably don't want to do that yet because we can't build a settlement where there's a resource node, right? Correct, yeah. So if you want to okay, so we build just... one next month, then hold off on yeah. that. What about FF30 over there on the the southeast? FF30 on the southeast. Looks like some wide open plains that we could use for something. Wide open plains. A little tributary running through it. I don't even know where you're looking. Yeah, ping us, Drew. Ping us where where you see this on the map. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even we haven't even explored that hex. Yeah, it's got to be attached to to one that you've built a resource unit on. So you could do. You do the one right above that, or you could do one of the ones next to yeah, the colony too, if you want to do too, a closer yeah. one. That I can't read because it's in the forest. I think it's FF20. No, no, EE29. Good gosh, I was I was so wrong. Yeah, I made a huge map, so there's there's a lot here. Okay, so claiming that one, Tyler rolls D100 for an event. And now we're at a 30% chance, so 30 or high, I need a 31 or more. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nailed 62. It. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. So does that mean you got six RU for next month? And the you have the seven. Upkeep is seven because that is your colony size. Oh my gosh. This is this is so much fun. We're definitely never doing this off podcast in, in the future. <laughs> I'm having too much fun, at least. <laughs> I like watching this. So grow. happy for you. I like watching the, the colony <laughs> grow organically, but it's a lot more fun for me doing it all at once because you can get to see, you know, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff happening. Okay. All right. Let, let's get into the new year and Abid, Abid, Abidius, 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 January, aka January. And I think the only one person who hasn't done it. Wait, has everyone done it? Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, yeah. So who wants to do another one? I guess I'll, oh I'll go God. as we go around the, the horn. Yeah. Another time. yeah, no. Uh, and Jamfram are still not back in six months later. I love that we're doing this until drift travel gets solved. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that Gilcrest or whatever was like, you could be back in just five weeks. Just Patrick lying to my face. <laughs> False <laughs> sense of security. <laughs> Deal with this. 
false sense of security. <laughs> Six and five D four drew. Okay, we're starting off real strong with a one on the D six. Oh boy. Can't all be winners, gang. Hey, no, but you made up for it for the rest. No ones on the D4s. 16 in total means what? We're getting nine. 16 plus six is 22 minus eight. Is this the last month of the deficit or does does that go into the next month too? It goes into a couple more months. That leaves you with 14 RU for this month. Do you guys want to get ready to potentially build another settlements before yeah, before you get to a, a year on the planet how, how much yep. would it cost to give everyone in the colony little sailor hats to <laughs> to get them excited about moving towards the sea uh, for, so that for would, fleet week <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that would so much, yeah. I, think, I think that would also fall under like a swage unrest as you it says you you says you spend a week traveling with your charter talking to people holding a festival or a party to boost morale I, it would fall <laughs> under that I would say so uh, just a couple only, are you yeah just two are you but you're, we're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how handy uh, those things are going to be later on like yeah oh yeah I think we should just claim a hex and build a resource node so that's only two are you and then we should that should give us plenty of resources for next month to start building a brand new settlement so you're going to want to claim gg27 and build a resource node on ee29 easy peasy lemon squeezy look at that look how easy that is all right well it's it takes us down to 12 ru ton ton so all you have to do is roll what an additional eight next month Mm -hmm. on 64 and a d6 yeah I'm having such a good time. Why don't we do that right now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's get back to the game. Do we'll I need to roll that. a hundred for a... Oh, yes. It's a 45% chance now. Oh, oh. good. Oh. Well, it's essentially a 50-50 chance, Drew. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jabert. You, you rolled the dice, but I was just, I was just kidding. We're, oh, not doing, we're not doing another <laughs> month. It'll be a good roll, though. All right, Drew. Thank you for rolling another oh, event for us. Yeah, roll, roll me a d twenty, sir. Eight on the dice is ooh. That doesn't sound good. Local disaster. There's a a terrible fire, perhaps, that affects the citizens of this main settlement here of Viridian. If Accord and Technology are both less than. The TN increase unrest by a D10. Oh my goodness gracious. What building burns down that makes the colony just go into a the Praetor, riot the Praetor reliquary? Yeah, better not be the uh, art center. So it's what what is your accord and technology? Accord is three. Oh and okay. technology is two. Two. Okay. So they are both equal to or greater than which means i don't think this will pop off i think you you have the firefighting services to to put out the fire before the entire reliquary is destroyed this is the month fradier will, will be coming back and being see like his, <laughs> a building in his name bursts the ground no mixed emotions just high highs and then low low if both traits are equal to or greater than the the threshold number then unrest gets reduced so no problems there 
See, this is what I do. I roll to get an event, but then I have the event not matter. <laughs> Look at you, True. Drew. Haven't you done well? Yeah. <laughs> Don't need any more of these these magical events. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's a fire that starts perhaps in the reliquary, but is is put out by a concerted effort by townsfolk, volunteer, firefighters, perhaps the the three of you there. Only We've been lost talking two books. <laughs> yeah. We we've been talking a lot about what happened here on Galerion, New Galerion. Let's meanwhile talk about <laughs> the fun, fun time that's happened with Pradier and the time stuck Jamprum. Your vessel is just stuck inside the drift for the better part of a month, almost two months of of this time as, you know, supplies on the medical frigate and these two other derelict vessels, you know, are pretty scarce. You guys have to, like, deal with rations and, and basically being being hungry that entire time. Not jam from because they're stuck in real estate, but eventually you guys are able to get a very brief drift signal and just assuming that this is better than dying out in in the drift um travel to it and and get access to maybe just what was the nearest outpost to to where you were at the time which is the the half aquatic city of subalar it's it's in the elemental plane of water you just come out and your 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 vessel's swimming now and yeah you're you're there for another month and a half where you can do some downtime activities relax and chill out yeah, just relax and chill. But yeah, there for another month before you can because I'm frozen. Because I'm frozen. <laughs> Your time's stuck. It's different. Wow, there's not ice involved. I guess there's coolants involved in like the technology, but it's, it's superconductors or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it takes like three months before you can secure planar travel back to Absalom with the drift being down. You know, it's very difficult for for most travel impossible in some ways but yeah you're able to get like a a magical teleportation just you and and the real estate pod back to absalom station and yeah yeah once you get there you know tyrell holdings company folk meet you and the the representative east fena knots will will come and and they'll they'll take charge of of jamfram's body and, and take him right to the hospital but She'll come up to you, Tyler, and say, Mr. Prey, dear, uh, we're, we're very happy to to see you alive and well, but oh, what what has happened to Viridian Colony? Our last transponder message we had said you were elected executive, prime executive there, and there was some sort of animal attack? Perhaps we can trouble you for some reports. Of course. I will fill in all the details that I can for you. Things have definitely changed events have occurred which i it'll be important for you to understand yeah what's going on with your arms that's crazy <laughs> yeah I, at one point prettier you know held out an appendage for <laughs> as a greeting realized it was still his black tentacle arm and then and kind of focused for a second and turned it and you know turns it into just a regular undead elf arm Ugh, the things that, i have to deal with worse. now <laughs> and i know and you've got a residue on your your other arm of of sky that mm. while it's it's no longer still active there maybe has etched itself onto your skin normally it's something that yeah. just kind of goes away but maybe because of what happened to you it's it's ingrained 
and that on your left arm. What's that? I can't remember what it's called, but you know how people's skin can look a certain way after they're hit by lightning. I, mm. I, that's how I imagine hit that arm to look like the sky arm. Yeah, it's not that cool though. You're not that cool, Tyler. Oh, <laughs> I'll, all right, fine. I'll hit you with a, a lightning bolt at some point in this campaign, and that'll happen. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be the only one. <laughs> right. So, so are you okay splitting up from from Jamfrom? You've you've been by their side basically for three months as they're they're potted. They're stuck in this pod. Yeah, I think for a second, you know, Prater not a great Chrysler. conversationalist, really. But <laughs> oh, but Prater's been talking the whole time, baby. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where if you come out of this and, and uh, you know, Patrick's like, oh, yeah, you could hear Prater the entire time. <laughs> you've learned, I might, you've might learned some dark. You've heard some dark things, my friend. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, I think as maybe Jamfram is being carted away, you know, Prater reaches out one more time psychically to, you know, J- Jamfram's mind just to, like, feel that he's still alive before, you know, moving on telekinetically right. i should say right 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 so yeah you you get to you know talking you go back to like a, a corporate headquarters in in the the eye of absalom station just like a floor of one of the the the, the high rises there fortunately your your sponsors in knack and, and Ramey are nowhere to be found seems like the company is you know, downsized a little bit with the the drift crisis going on. No, um, no, I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> oh yeah, no, everyone's hit hard. It's an economic mm, recession. Doesn't sa- that doesn't sound accurate. Oh, it's, no. it's a shame. That's what happened. <laughs> it's not what happened. <laughs> I, I love that you two hit level twenty and just like the GM has no power here. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're nowhere to be seen, and also they they sold it to some. If you're looking Some for a cameo, I can elves. pull out a, a voice. Yeah, right that sounds now. super dumb. This podcast is canceled. <laughs> no, they they bring you back there, and it's you know just some other corporate representatives. And you know, towards the end of this discussion, there you realize, Brady, they're more like interrogating you than anything. They're they're grilling you for hours on end, and you come to realize perhaps some of these questions are very pointed towards maybe gleaning information, discovering if you are indeed a a mole. In, inside the organization, no worries. How do how, how do you think Pradier does in those kind of questions? Fine, you know Pradier's. I think at this point, between you know the increased power and responsibility that was given him to him by the settlement, his undead transformation and the corruption of his powers, his mind is kind of steel trappy for a lot of things, and for the most part, you know a lot of what he does while being interrogated as well is, you know, push back. That's part of, that's kind of like exactly what he did when we were doing the election with Kells. So, you know, he is, he is not afraid to go on the offensive at times as well. You know, so he's, he is very stern and kind of stands his ground here without trying to sit, without also trying to appear, you know, like he's being too defensive. Mm -hmm. I think a few times he even, challenges folks that if they really want to see what's happened to him he's more than welcome to he's more than welcome to allow them into his mind if they feel that they can survive it and he you know while he's like holding out his black tentacle arm <laughs> see if he get see if any no anybody's willing to do so no one's touching that <laughs> i didn't think so 
Yeah. So they'll they'll, you know, let you be after a while, but they they do want like full reports because there's no communication. You discover indeed like no one has really made it off or ostensibly to New Galarian in in this time. And, you know, they don't really have a date for for when things will start getting better. There is some breakthroughs, though, about a month later, about four months into the the drift crisis, where they are able to power the 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 core of 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 Absalom Station, power the Star Stone, and get very brief periods where they can light up other beacons throughout the universe and get travel going again. There is a whole bunch of backup obviously there's a lot of strain on the system that causes things to to still be be very slow but they they slot you in to potentially get back to new galerion sometime in the following year in 324 ag absalom wait ag is it yeah yeah absalom something time eight at i just call it after galerion i don't know what it really means Maybe it's after Galarian. Yeah, oh no, after Gap. AG. After, after Gap. Gap. After I was kind of close. Yeah, you got you got us halfway there. I put it in. <laughs> Champrum, finally, you've had some pretty vivid, some pretty wild dreams of of New Galarian while you were sick back on the planet while you were in a coma. What what do you think those represent, or what do you think happens in those those dreams while while you're you're under the weather ah what what do you think jam from dreams about let's see jam from is dreaming about dreaming about drowning i think Ooh. jam from is is going for a going for a swim in a clear river perhaps on a one one would presume it's nearby to where we are Mm -hmm. i think that jam from hasn't necessarily spent very much time on planets that do have rivers so being here is pretty cool, or being there is pretty cool. Anyway, anyway, yeah, dreams of being in a river nearby, and goes to surface for some air, and found himself caught in a in a, in a downward tide. And there's a there's a, a spinny whirlpool or something. He's like, oh no, and he's he's trying, struggling against the current, and just never, never, never ceases until the dream until the dream just sort of subsides into darkness and then restart sometime later oh do you have any nice nicer dreams no <laughs> oh no <laughs> well unfortunately if, if you're stuck in in a loop of of drowning dreams eventually you get just put in stasis in in the yeah. real world here and you get like just frozen in the dream world as well you're like you know struggling against the current and then all of a sudden like that's all you know and you can't really reflect on it your brain is just while it's in rel state is completely out of sync with with this universe and when you're able to finally get back to the dream you kind of like snap out of it and none of your friends are nearby you're in a clean crisp hospital room and by the feel of the artificial gravity you are not even on new galarian you're not on the planet what's how's jam from react to to this startling set of things that happen occurrences well that depends how how, how bad do i feel right now <laughs> you you don't feel great i feel okay. like coming like, out i of, might be like i might be like a level over where i was 
or am uh, I still am I still oh like, no they just um, comatose still uh, you, you've got insurance through the corporation that does pay out to to cure your radiation but I think just coming out of that and also coming out of months of rail state suspension it, it takes a while for your for your body to to feel a hundred percent so right. and, yeah it's a uh, yeah, but the the miracles of of magical healing, they are able to to shell out the credits and get your radiation treated. So don't worry, yeah. have to worry about dying. Yeah, I, I that I that I leap out of I leap out of my bed and I run over to I run over to a window. I, <laughs> I presume I don't have an out like 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 an outside facing room. Oh, but oh, you don't have any facing room. You open up the window and it's like a, a VR. <laughs> it's like a a a 3d projection it, I, I open it up and it says lo-fi lo-fi <laughs> jams to chill with or whatever yeah you're you're looking out at the a, a, a fake kind of fantasy city setting yeah and uh, yeah yeah eventually you can kind of get word of what happens and uh prater you can come and see your friend again it's champ from they're alive tyler yay prater is very happy when he sees jam from up and walking around yeah jam from is Confused, still confused. Even if the, the the doctors have explained, you're on Absalom Station. Calm I'm, down. Stop I'm trying st- to hit, hit us with a stick. <laughs> but where'd you get that stick? Get it away from him. Give it. I imagine it was in the pod with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't. They wouldn't leave an old man without a stick. Yeah. Confused. Jamfram would say, "Hey, dear. What, what's all this then? What are you doing here? How, how, how? What am I doing here? Frankly, I last to remember, I was." It's fuzzy. I think Riggs was there. You, oh. you, so you brought me back to the pact. We, you didn't take me to Eox, did you? Oh no, no, no. He, he puts a hand on your on your shoulders. Like I promise, I, I did not let any of the, I did not let Riggs or any other of those sawbones or whatever they prefer to be called. Uh, Ripper docks. Ripper docks. Yes, you are as much living as you were before we put you under. Well, I, I appreciate that, but that that doesn't explain. Well, you came out all this way. D- don't doesn't the colony need you? You know, Prater maybe sits down at you know a chair or a bench and and says, "Yes, I I imagine they do." But I well, to be honest, we saw that you were turning for the worse, and I knew that there are other folks that had the magical capabil- capability of of healing you. So. I reached out, and we were able to get the our ally, our colony ally, so and so, whose name I can't remember at the moment, was able to secure you a a rail state pod, and we were going to travel back to Absalom Station. And at the time, I really needed that because when when my consciousness came back from being corrupted, I I saw visions of Eox, so I thought I pr- could pursue answers there while while you were healing up here on the station but well I know this all sounds extremely unlikely but while you were out the drift broke I guess they're calling can it even do that yeah I got real borked up yes I I am not aware I mean the drift is a creation of one of the gods themselves I, I didn't think that it could just crash like it did but drift travel was impossible for almost two months so it so took how us a long, long time. To how get long here. were we out there? Just about two months. Probably so closer to three. 
Oh, you know what? Okay, now that I think about yeah, it, it might have been closer to three the, months. The planet because we while, we yeah. spent we spent almost thirty days in the plane of water. The what? I'm being honest, <laughs> I know. Which I'm going to be honest, I took a lot of pictures of because <laughs> it was beautiful, and I, I would have loved that. <laughs> I know you would have. You are very well, well probably, equipped for an aquatic life. Panic attack if I woke up from like a. Uh, several months of dreaming of drowning to in the plane of water. <laughs> yes, so, but I just, and it, you know, Prater takes a deep breath and he says, I just, in that time, after I survived the incident in, in the, that underground facility, I, I just didn't feel like I could, I just felt helpless watching, watching everything fail around us, around your condition. And so I felt responsible for Trying to get you saved. So I felt between that and wanting to see this place in Eox that's been in my visions, I, I came out here with you. Pray dear, I I don't I don't know what to say. That's that's one hell of a, a favor to call in, buddy. That's you did that for me? Well, remember you were part of saving my life from an eternity buried in an undead consciousness. I mean, so. well there was that I mean I suppose there was that, but but <laughs> I don't I don't know how I can repay that radio that's thank you i i guess gosh that's that's really something and i appreciate you coming out this way to make sure i was taken care of i would hate to think that i'd been i'd have been stuck out there in the vastness with without anybody there with me you know that was dangerous for you to to join me and you risked a lot for me there radio and and i won't forget that look we're nearby do you do you want to go to eox real quick since we're in yeah, time. System. Since we're in the system, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, that was, was going to be my next question. Was yeah, I don't I, know if we have time. I, got I don't even back. know if we can get there. I mean, I, I don't know if we can get back. Yeah, back out to gl- the new Galarian. I'll. Uh, I mean, here's uh, at here, this point, you guys I'm have no clue when it, when it will be fixed. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so we, here's what we I'm time thinking. for a quick I mean, side quest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. 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 Right here. I'm. I'm in your debt. I mean, way more than I could ever get into those those Ripper docks for. Just I owe you everything, man. I say you, 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 you tell me, you tell me where we're going, and I'll follow you there, Ben. I got, I, I got you back. I cannot tell you how happy I am to hear that. It was not like you know the the captain and crew that that brought us here. It's not that they were not kind, but it. I wouldn't know. want to be out there with with a bunch of strangers. That's for sure. Yeah, and also if you could just not tell everyone that. You know, back on Nucleary, and this is what I sound like. <laughs> this is just between us, right? This is I, just us. No, I, cool. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Good. I, while, while we are while we are discussing things that are going to be just between us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it all that stuff you said on the way here? No, it's cool. It's cool. That's that. I won't tell anybody about that. <laughs> oh, good. Kidding, well, I, I, I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Predator says I I am going to need a lot. Uh, of help in the upcoming months. I have been trying to understand how my abilities have been, have changed. And well, to be honest with you, the change is, it is not good. If it is okay with you, this feeling is a little hard to put into words. It would be a lot easier if I could just have you absorb some of it, so to speak. Yeah. And I, I reach out and I take your tentacle. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not uh, grossed out by your tentacle. I think it's, I think it's great. I appreciate. Pick yeah, up all I sorts mean, of stuff with that. Think about all the, all the, the car doors you can unlock by slipping it in there. Yeah. So no for, bones for, in it. It's perfect. 
bones. You got no bones yeah, in that man. arm. It's the best. Dude, I can go through keyholes and all sorts of cool yeah, things. You can't yeah. break you can't break this arm anymore. They're no overrated bones. bones yeah. You know? Yeah. So for I mean, very, very rapidly, a bunch of things happen. This is mind link, like the spell. Oh. And so you get oh, you get to see a lot of our trip. So you get to see the plane of water and you get to you you kind of see in quick time, you know, just Praetor sitting next to your rel state chamber for days at a time, you know, just seemingly like either meditating or just not doing anything at all. I'm, I'm imagining like there's like the the translucent, like the calendar days, like flying off. and the, Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then it goes all the way back to, you know, it's just going to keep going back all the way to the underground facility where you feel where you feel when Praetor feels these like corrupted powers surge like within him the first time shortly after his consciousness came you know back through everything and it's and you just kind of feel like it's this weight of it's kind of like you feel the weight of a great number of souls and living things and then you feel and you can kind of feel it almost as if it's like one giant breath and then you feel that breath kind of crush out as all the all that living energy just kind of dissipates into a voided nothingness. Mm-hmm. And then the mind link kind of severs as you get like snapped all the way back to reality or to, to current moment. Wow, pray to you. That's that's a lot to go through. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm well, so sorry. I'm so sorry you went through that. That's no. We can't we can't change what I've gone through, but that feeling, that feeling at the end, it is concerning. It used to be when I drew upon my powers, I felt I felt connected to many different realities and timelines, to people, you know, and but now the connection feels completely different. It, it, it almost consumes me in a, in a darker way that I, I can't understand. And so what I would like to ask of you is that, you know, you, you, you stay close to me through through these next few months and uh, perhaps even longer than that because to be honest with you I I am not quite sure what all these powers mean and I certainly do not want to let them get out of control and I'm I might need someone there to, to help keep me in check yeah, yeah I, I got you back you're in jam from best friends who would have seen that happening from the they're having their, ended a hug. their, this is their a hug. own you know side quest adventure we'll, we'll, we'll play all of uh, drift crisis uh what's what's they have like a smaller <laughs> adventure the, the the drift crisis case files on on absalom station we'll play through those at some point just the three of us <laughs> no one else is yeah. invited let's do it but yeah as as you finish your recovery and maybe go through the same questions from tyrell holdings that uh Radier had to go through eventually you guys can get transport on a eoxian transport vessel to the planet from Absalom and, you know, sub drift engines only take like a week or so to get out to Eox. And as your ship crests over the the horizon of the the giant maw on the planet, all kinds of a miasma of, of, of light and smoke plays out amidst the the setting far off. Galarian Pact, or uh, the, the Pact Worlds, the sun, and uh, it, it spells out uh, a to be continued on the horizon. Whew. 
of the vast. Hey, it's the name hey. of the story. Yeah, we didn't get to any of book two. Yeah. So sorry. These two aren't even on the planet yet. <laughs> but we'll we'll have we'll have more adventure for you. Like I said, a couple weeks from now. We got some some spooktober special episodes that we've been sitting on for a few weeks, which will explain a little bit of the the two ships and the drift that these these two came across guys thank you so much for for playing with me we, we'll roll your your money stuff off air and, and get what you can purchase and maybe we'll talk about purchases next next time we we meet up but we will start book two of horizons of vast in earnest once once everyone gets back planet side because yeah eventually the drift crisis i'm sure other people played it and didn't die so it gets fixed it gets fixed the drift <laughs> yay <laughs> it gets fixed by someone kind not us like we're not that. playing it's, it it's a good thing <laughs> thank you all for playing with me this week thank, thank, thank you, you listeners thank you for listening as always and we will catch you on the next episode of cosmic crits good night good Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. <laughs> <laughs>